Hi there, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Jack Church, and this is part of my grief journey. As we've talked about before, it's been a heck of a year, hasn't it, 2020? My year, actually year to date, started near the end of 2019 when I lost my beautiful bride, Pam, after over 30 years of marriage. We were best friends, and there's not a minute that goes by that I don't miss her. That was hard enough. Then, of course, we had the pandemic that came around. And we've been dealing with that for several months. And now, here in my part of the world, in southern Oregon, we've had terrible wildfires break out. In fact, only about five miles from where I live right now, over 600 homes were consumed by the fires. Numerous businesses were lost. And a few lives were lost as well. Some are still missing. Some might say that's a lot to take in. And even myself, there are times I've thought, wow, when is enough enough? How do I keep going? And then I start to experience these, what I call, God moments. They've happened numerous times since my wife left this earth and went to heaven. And I want to give you a short story as to the latest series of God moments. I'd just gotten back from a really nice trip to see my kids and relatives and friends back in the Nashville, Tennessee area. It was a wonderful extended Labor Day weekend. We had all kinds of fun. We did some historic home tours, rented a pontoon boat, got caught at a Trump boat parade. That was hilarious. You can, in fact, go to our YouTube channel, Traveling with Jack and Pam, and you can see the video of what took place in that. But the bottom line is, it was a great time, and I felt renewed, and I actually felt the happiest that I've felt since Pam passed away because I'm somewhat isolated up here in Oregon, don't really have any close friends nearby, and no family to speak of, just a job that brought us up here, and then Pam unfortunately got ill just weeks after we moved here, so didn't really have a chance to make all those connections. All that aside, it was a great Labor Day weekend, and I Flew back here to Southern Oregon on Monday night. And then Tuesday morning, we got word there were fires breaking out across the area. Now, my day job is actually working in local television as a meteorologist. So, needless to say, I had to jump into the middle of the coverage as well. And I found that difficult. Even as I'm continuing to grieve for the loss of my wife, the endless Endless days of bad news and bad weather and bad everything starts to kind of weigh on you. But we got through it. The fires continued. And then that's where the God moments come together. I had a co-worker who I discovered had lost their home in the fire. Everything burned to the ground. Got out basically with the clothes on their back a few personal belongings, and that's it. This person had already had a last uh, last couple of years that were not very pretty. Went through a messy divorce, was going through custody hearings, did have partial custody to two of two of his children, but you know how that goes, the back and the forth on the weekends. This person had it really tough, and they were not in a good emotional state of things. I then got to thinking about a connection that I do have here in the area. It was Pam's physical therapist, a wonderful fellow. Him, his wife, and family, just terrific people. 
He, in fact, Pam wanted so hard to overcome her bone cancer. She was convinced she was going to get back on the golf course, get back to hiking. She insisted on going to physical therapy three days a week with this gentleman, and he provided physical therapy for her. Some weeks were better than others. And right up until eight days before she passed, she insisted upon going to physical therapy again. The woman was a fighter. I kid you not, she was a fighter. Through all that that I mentioned, she broke both her femurs. And then her spine started to collapse on her, but she kept pushing forward. And Steve, that's his name, Steve, her physical therapist, would provide therapy for her. And he was there right up until the end when she passed. Well, Steve and I used to talk a lot about the different things that he enjoyed and that I enjoyed. And we were both huge college football fans. And we were at least excited that college football season would be coming up. But then coronavirus hit. And of course, there was to be no college football, at least here on the West Coast. The East Coast is playing college football now, but not the Pac-12. Steve and his family have a beautiful luxury motorhome that they park every year at the University of Oregon so they can attend Oregon Duck football games throughout the season without having to go back and forth. It's a big, beautiful lot where they keep it. Lots of other fans are there, and that's where it stays for about four or five months. Sometimes it's even extended into next year for basketball season. Well, I got to thinking about Steve's motorhome, and I thought, wow, there's no football season. Maybe it's parked on his property. He has a big ranch property. My coworker is desperate to find a place to live now. So I called Steve and I said, hey, are you able to get back to your home? Because his home was on the edge of the fire zone area. And he said, yeah, I think we'll be able to get back in this weekend. They've given us the all clear. I said, hey, is the motor home on your property right now? He goes, yes, it is. I told him about my coworker who'd lost everything he had. And I said, you know, this guy could usually really use a break right now. Any chance he could come there for you know a month or two until he gets his life back in order? Steve goes, let me talk with my wife. There is another family that we had talked to who I think we were going to use it. But he says, let me see. So I'm going to tell you guys, I prayed that my coworker would be able to get this home because he just had such a terrible last couple of years, including now the fires. Not discounting the other family at all that may need it. But then Steve calls, and this is where another God moment occurs. He goes, you'll never believe it. The other family, they found accommodations, and we'd love to have your coworker come out here. And I said, well, Steve, I said, I'd like to pay for it because I know that, you know, rentals and all are going to be in short supply and, you know, I want you to be compensated. But I said, I want to take care of it. He said, no, no, we wouldn't hear of it. You tell your coworker he's welcome to stay as long as he can. So there you go. He gets to go out there and stay in the motorhome starting this weekend. It's a God moment because I would not have come to know Steve had it not been for Pam's cancer, which was terrible. But then by knowing Steve, I found out about the motorhome. And then my coworker needs a place to live. There's no Pac-12 football. The motorhome is not in Eugene, Oregon, but it's here. But guess what? This story's not quite over yet. Did I mention? No, I didn't. But about three weeks ago, I was shopped at Natural Grocer. Pam loved going to Natural Grocers. I think I've mentioned before, we were what you might call health nuts. She'd had cancer 12 years ago, but beat it through naturopathic medicine. Didn't want to do chemo. 12 years cancer-free. 
they said she'd be dead in two years, but she made it 12 years. And doctors attributed her strength even here at the end to the fact that we led a really healthy lifestyle. Pam was incredibly beautiful, always 5'4", 115 pounds. Uh, she indeed had a bikini body. I was blessed because I got to tell you, I don't have a swimsuit body. So God blessed me there. Can we call that a God moment? I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, she loved shopping at Natural Grocer. We both love going there. So I was there three weeks ago, and they were having their anniversary sale. And they said, are you going to enter our drawing? Well, I never entered drawings, but Pam always did. And she used to win things from time to time. So I said, sure, I'll enter the drawing. So I entered the drawing at the Natural Grocer store. A week later, they call me and they say, you've won the grand prize. I'm like, you're kidding. They're like, no, come down. We'll show you what you won. So I go down to the natural grocery store and I'm thinking, okay, I've won a bag of groceries or something like that or bread for life. I go in, they said, here, we want to take you back to it. They have a little conference center room, cooking room where they do demonstrations and things. They take me in the room and it's a big kayak. It's one of these high-end inflatable kayaks. It's got the floor that goes inside it. It's got two seats that you sit in, two sets of oars. This is probably about a $1,000 kayak because I looked at it on the internet. I went, this is amazing. I said, my wife always won things. And I said, we've always had boats, though, throughout our life. Any of you listening who ever had boats may recognize some of the brands we had. We had Boston Whalers, Proline, Sea Hunt, mostly offshore boats for fishing. But when Pam got ill, um, I didn't see a need for a boat. But I'd been thinking after she passed, I'd like to have another boat. So I went a kayak. So I get it. I bring the equipment home and I start thinking about it. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't really need a kayak. I'm just not a kayaker. I love to hike and things like that, but not much into kayaking. So I put it aside. Again, this is a couple of weeks ago. Well, I'm talking to my coworker after he's received word now that he's going to get to move into the motor home. And I said, what's the one thing that you lost that you really, really are going to miss? And he goes, my kayak. He goes, it burned completely. He says, I loved using my kayak. Ding, ding, ding. God moment about to happen. I don't say anything to him about the kayak that I've won. But then this Sunday, I texted him and I said, hey, can I come by? I've got something I want to give you. He goes, sure. I said, you're at the motorhome, right? He goes, oh, yeah. So I loaded up the kayak and all the equipment that came with it. My heart was racing. I was so excited. I'm talking to God the whole way going, you set this up, didn't you, God? You knew this. You had me win that kayak, and you knew I didn't really need a kayak. But then my coworker, it was his one possession that he was so upset about losing. So I pull up to the motor home. It's on a beautiful property there. It's still very smoky all across the area. And I said, uh, hey, I said, what was the one thing you told me that you missed most of all that you lost in the fire? He goes, oh, my kayak. I went, well, today is a special day. And I went to the back, walked him back out there, and I showed it to him. And I said, this is yours. I said, I won this a couple of weeks ago. And I says, I don't need it. I said, I want you to have it. If you could have seen the look on his face, 
and the tears that started to come down his cheeks. He goes, I can't believe this is happening. And I said, you know, I was thinking, I can't believe it either. But I said, then I thought about it. It's another God moment. So friends, as you're listening, think about this. Think about everything that came together. I'm not big on just pure chance and coincidence. And I believe God orchestrated this. I've often asked, why am I stuck up here in Southern Oregon now, away from family and friends? I keep talking about moving away. But then there was the terrible wildfire. And I thought, how can we get through that? Through the wildfire, through Pam's cancer, came Steve. Then came the motor home that wasn't at the University of Oregon because of the wildfires. Then my coworker who needs a place to stay gets to stay in the motor home. I went a kayak. I don't need a kayak. My coworker who's lost everything he has dearly misses his kayak. Now he has a kayak. So in the end, God has provided. Yes, there are others who are in great need still but I'm happy I could play a part in this one person's life. And it also made me think about something. A lot of the interviews that I've heard with people who lost their homes, their businesses, and everything they had, the one thing that they said after these fires was, I'm thankful I still have my family. And that's when it hit me too, another God moment. Because if somebody told me, hey, would you trade your house for your wife, Pam? Yes, indeed I would. You could burn down my house and take everything I have 10 times over if it could bring my beautiful wife back. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But these fires were a reminder that family is truly, truly important. And if you have a family, and I pray you have a good relationship with them, give them a big hug tonight. Give them a big kiss. And rest assured, though, God is watching over us. I think it was Bette Midler had a song years ago titled, God is Watching Us. God is Watching Over Us. I want to believe that. Even if you're not a believer, doesn't it still kind of feel good to? Maybe believe that. Maybe trust that there is a God out there. I sure hope so. Hey, thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you'll check in with me from time to time and tell some of your friends and neighbors uh, about this guy named Jack and his podcast, My Grief Journey. I really appreciate it because my goal is to get out of the local TV news business sooner than later. Maybe this will be my calling. For now, it does. I hope you have a God moment, too. Bye now.